I'm Alex Cox. I'm Kathy Campbell. And this is Roboism. A podcast about robots and isms and tech, but mostly robots. Oh boy, but not really today. Uh, but we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, Kathy Campbell, how are you doing this fine afternoon? I'm doing great. Uh, today is April 10th. Um, and as of today, I am fully immunized against COVID nineteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. A happy ending. That's I'm so happy. I am very happy. And uh, how are you doing? You know what? I made both of my vaccine appointments yesterday through Woo! pure luck. Of the I I was refilling some of my meds in the terrible Walgreens app, and I am eligible now in Chicago. And it was like, would you open COVID nineteen vaccinations? And I was like, excuse me. Uh, yep, yep. And it was like a a phone spit take. So after I had wiped off the spit from my phone, I booked my appointment and not just the first one you can book the first one and the second one for um a month or so later so yeah um i don't know when it is because i'm i'm unfortunately as we will state every episode not a very advanced cyborg so i don't know the dates neither can i function without caffeine apparently which was a, (laughs) a very upsetting thing to learn this morning do you drink caffeine I do. Um, I don't. So I will drink usually a cup of coffee in the morning mm-hmm. um, and occasionally an extra treat in the afternoon or something um, at like a coffee shop or whatever. Um, but I don't necessarily need it, oh. if that makes sense. Oh my goodness. You know, I I I used to be one of you. I I used to be someone <laughs> who was was like, yeah, I I don't sleep, but I I don't need caffeine, which listeners, you you should definitely sleep. But I'm not I'm yeah. not I'm not so sh- sure about the whole caffeine thing because um if I was about to say famously, not so famously, <laughs> but but as is known by the people in my life, I'm a super taster, which is a very fancy way of saying I'm I'm picky and my p- taste buds rebel against most things. So I don't mm. enjoy drinking coffee. However, every morning I have a shot of espresso now because, you know, it's like malort. You don't like it, but it, it gets the job done. <laughs> Have you tried the, um, they're called like pocket latte? Pocket latte. And they are chocolates that have caffeine in them. See, that's the thing. I, ooh, ooh, I I think I might like this. Pocket latte. They have a couple different like flavors. I got the little like taster pack Um, and they're good. So they have, I think... Espresso, cream and sugar, lavender, and hazelnut. Oh my gosh. See, you know, you know what my tongue loves is basically bars and pills, which is my main source of nutrition. And this looks (laughs) exactly like what I would want because, you know, caffeine, I believe, is the. Mm, I could be uh, wrong, and I—I I, if you haven't discovered yet from this show, I am in no ways qualified to talk about medical advice whatsoever. <laughs> However, I—I uh, I, I think caffeine is the most—not um, the most addictive, but the most widely used addictive substance in the world, and it's even caffeine addiction. I was listening to uh, a show this morning. It, it, it's apparently in the DSM. As a, an actual really? thing, which is wow, Be, because wow. yeah, it, it like it, I've been getting like terrible, terrible headaches, and I thought, oh, my sinus is acting up again because, again, not not a very good cyborg. It's it sucks, but that's that's where we are. But no, um, like supreme caffeine withdrawal because I thought, you know, I'm it, it's I don't have anything to do this weekend except uh, talk about NFTs with my friend Kathy, and by talk, I'm probably going to shout, but. Wow, I was like, oh no, I can't. I, I want to talk about. I want to. I want to talk to Kathy. Why? Why is this searing headache? And my spouse is like, uh, you're hydrated. Oh yeah, I'm over half. I'm over. You know, half hydrated from my uh, little water tracker I have. 
And he's like, did did you have a shot of espresso? No, it's the weekend. I, I don't need to be up. <laughs> and your body's like, mm, no, no. How about yes? <sighs> so it's, uh, you know, I guess now part of my daily um, le- legal cocktail of psychiatric <laughs> drugs. Um, yeah. So, wow. I, I am so happy for you that this is not a substance you hate and that you consider it a treat in the afternoons. Yeah, I. I'm really lucky. Uh, I didn't, I actually, I didn't drink coffee or tea until I was married. Um, And then I only started drinking tea after we had been married, like about three years, um, because we uh, moved out into the middle of nowhere. Like we could barely get cell service if we held our phone up in the porch (laughs) and there was something about where we lived that a cup of tea with the fireplace and like the Mm -hmm. rain outside was just Mm -hmm. really perfect and Mm -hmm. so i learned how to like tea um and then after ryan's stroke is when i learned to like coffee so (laughs) i shouldn't laugh at that i'm I'm laughing at human exhaustion (laughs) and capitalism right it's amazing and so i i really am thankful for the stimulants when i need it and extra thankful that i don't require a consistent amount yeah i wasn't that person until i think the pandemic and i and i'm like "Mm, that checks out (laughs) this this checks out but hopefully you know can slowly what's what's nice is the way i get my espresso is through one of those um in no way environmentally friendly but incredibly <laughs> easy uh po- like nestle pod machines nice and, yeah and currently i am at what the package says is a 10 in strength oh wow it's very hard to find out <laughs> like what 10 means but 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 I feel like okay if every maybe every week I go down one number the it might there you go <laughs> so that's a good so, way to start I I know so maybe one day I will be I will be able to travel again and m- one day I will once again visit the Pacific Northwest and be amongst the trees and enjoy a tea that doesn't have caffeine ah oh, what a dream. Oh, God, am I aspiring to be human? Gross. Whoa. Wow. What is this show, Alex? Uh, What is happening? What is going on? We've lost our brand. Mm. (laughs) Let's talk about some isms. How about that? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, I guess so. I guess we're going to talk about capitalism technically. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it was last month that I was really excited because I said, Kathy, I can't describe or I I don't know what an NFT is. I know it's a non-fungible token, but I don't know what that is. But I'm going to find out, do a ton of research and be able to explain to you what that is and what that means. And so I did indeed do a ton of research, hours and hours of reading and being in clubhouse rooms and discords with people who both make uh, or or create an art via NFT and, and people who, you know, sell and trade them. And I still can't really explain what they are. I was gonna say, so when you when you mentioned this, that you were going to do the research and you were going to do this discovery for it. Um, let me just say how excited I was that I didn't have to mm-hmm. do the reading. Because <laughs> This is something that my cyborg brain does not comprehend very Mm -hmm. well. I don't, there are times where I just don't understand people. Yeah, yep. The stock market is one of those things. Mm -hmm. I understand it as a very basic concept. I've seen Wolf of Wall Street. There are no wolves. Very disappointed. <laughs> well, Leo is a fox, though. So you oh, got... <laughs> very true. I'm sorry. Very true. I understand the basic concept. However, if, say, my parents were like, hey, what's an NFT? 
I'd be like, disclaimer that I am in no way competent or qualified to give financial advice, but I think based on that, (laughs) if people don't know that already, mm. (laughs) basically don't come to a show about robots for financial advice. I mean, I feel like that's a pretty good blanket disclaimer. Yeah. Oh, I will say what surprised me is while I still like vaguely understand how NFTs work, I have learned a lot more about the NFT and blockchain, Bitcoin and Ethereum cultures, which will will go. Go over. All right, we should... those are definitely words. I, they they are indeed words. Um. So as I've mentioned before, an NFT is short for non uh a non fungible token, which means it is something that's been cr- created. And I will say this is the definition, and not necessarily the truth. Like I'm I'm coming into this again with. I wish I could could have found someone willing to talk about um, Bitcoin and blockchain and NFTs with us who wasn't trying to sell Sell something. (laughs) Yeah. And I couldn't find that person, which is a bummer. But if someone is purely a, a, like, scholar of this stuff, but and participates in the... Oh, gosh, it's hard. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself already, but a NFT is is defined as a non-fungible token and it's created on the blockchain. And if something's created on a blockchain, which is essentially a form of technology that exists to create cryptocurrency transactions, Oh boy, it's like we're we're gonna assume that. Uh, so like, okay, okay. Let me see if I can do a really terrible metaphor. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. If I want to create sand, and I have a sandbox with that sand, would like the sandbox be the cryptocurrency and? like a single grain of sand be like an nft what you're talking about is a bit more like a currency or a coin that is still on or was created via blockchain so that piece of sand would be like um a uh ism sandism yeah (laughs) robot robots (laughs) i was trying to think of a really cool name for what our crypto would be and i feel like this is maybe a conversation that we need to have down the line yes but we should um table that and circle back Mm -hmm. and meet around the water cooler to have our very official robot crypto currency at some point in the future right and i think people are gonna come into this episode at least kind of knowing what cryptocurrency is and i guess so for the sake of my own sanity crypto let's just say cryptocurrency is something that exists on the blockchain you've probably heard of bitcoin and what it is is a form of god Gosh. Oh gosh. It it's basically something that can is a transaction that you can do a transaction with coins or uh parts of coins technically through an app. I own like point oh 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 point wait point oh 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 seven eight 
percent of a of a of a Bitcoin um, through the Square app. I did it as a goof for like five dollars six years ago, um, and and now it's worth like a whole six dollars. <laughs> Wow. I know. Um, but, but then I bought out because I, I uh, the, the other thing is I don't even know if I want to go into sort of the environmental issues around cryptocurrencies and NFTs oh because There's environmental issues on fake uh, things on fake on, on fake money. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't want to call it fake or a scam, but it's mm, all right. So let's just talk about Bitcoin real quickly for for a sec. The Bitcoin is definitely separate from NFTs, especially because NFTs are created on an entirely different cryptocurrency platform usually called ethereum and so ethereum is it, it, the, the 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 currency of ethereum it is referred to often as ether and i promise these are real things um so but but to do all of these secure transactions via bitcoin or ethereum it takes a ton of incredibly inefficient computing power like all of Iceland's computing power is basically for powering the blockchain. So I I don't know how to sufficiently explain it, but I will say that I indeed think oh it'd be really funny if I created like a roboism NFT as long as you know I feel it's uh, I I guess I don't want to call NFTs unethical, but I got I, I guess like I want to create an NFT that's a, a big old goof and doesn't consume like days and days of electricity. And let's just say I really couldn't find a way to do that. Oh my god! So this is worse yeah. than I thought. I don't under I don't I don't understand. I don't know. Okay. Hmm. So we've been talking at least for 15 minutes about uh, crypto, I think. Yeah. I am now more confused than I was when we started. I will say that when I first started getting into sort of the culture of NFTs, that's how I felt for the first two weeks. And by the end of it, I'm like, oh, okay, so this is just capitalism with more steps is, is i mean love that for us literally it's that is something i am comfortable in saying is that you know uh the blockchain is capitalism with more steps um and uh, so aside from bitcoin as I said, there's another cryptocurrency called Ethereum. There are many, many cryptocurrencies out there. Uh, Jack Dorsey, who found uh, helped found Twitter, is very into Bitcoin. My ex, my problematic ex boyfriend Elon Musk is very into Dogecoin, or at least he says he is on Twitter. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Which of course, is 100 percent accurate every time. Yep, definitely. Yeah, this the, this world really exists like. Like on Reddit, Clubhouse, and Twitter, um, and it's and Discord's like it, 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 that's essentially what it is. It is very much like a, a stock market. Like there's there's this very popular app called Coinbase where you can watch as you know your coins go up and down in value. And so yeah, that's that's capitalism with more steps. And NFTs are, again, they're not fungible tokens. I'm just going to keep saying that because at least that is something I know that is factually true that I can't get wrong. Um, They are a token that has been linked heavily to the art and collectible worlds right now. So if, like, cryptocurrency is capitalism with more steps... NFTs are kind of uh, art with more steps or a way of buying and selling art. 
And the best analogy for NFTs, and, and I'm folks have probably read this everywhere, it is basically like Beanie Babies or baseball cards on the blockchain. Because very quickly over the past year, especially, uh, I mean, a, a lot of economics folks who are like, oh, this is the, the boom in NFTs and around cryptocurrency is because of the pandemic. Like people have a lot of free time on their hands so they can, especially kids who are still making income and a, a bit, they've got, you know, uh, disposable income and that's what they're spending their time and money on. And so who knows if this NFT slash crypto bubble will pop, but what got and but that's not really what I think about or care about. What I really wanted to understand was the buzz around NFT because it's a way for artists to make money. And I very much obviously care about um, creative folks being able to make a living. So I was like, okay, I, I want to learn about these NFT artists and what they do, how they do it. And it's pretty much that they're just regular artists, but they're taking turning their art into NFT. And I realize, listeners, that you're like, art, what does that even mean? Well, exactly. What does that even mean? It can mean JPEGs. It can mean a GIF. It can be a, a, a video or audio file. It can literally be a tweet. Because uh, as, as I mentioned before, despite Jack Dorsey being very into Bitcoin, he did sell his first tweet as an NFT, which made me almost throw up into my mouth. Um, mm -hmm. And already, it, it does, is what I am saying about NFTs, at least so far, kind of makes sense. Kind of. So I had a... An exposure of this in the real world oh go on when i saw um one of the photographers that i follow on instagram made a post about selling her nft mm -hmm. and so it's this really pretty photograph of uh, a model with like this beautiful floral headdress that like blooms and then goes down and it's like a cycled gif mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she put the link to buy from her instagram and so you can buy it. basically i understand like the purpose of you know purchasing things but it's not a thing it is indeed uh it well it is a token and if you consider a token a thing, I guess it's technically a thing. But what's very important and what I misunderstood is you are not buying any sort of copyright or trademark. Like, this doesn't give you the creative rights to it whatsoever. Like, Top Shop or Top Shelf? Oh, gosh, I didn't. I wrote Top Shop in my notes, but I don't know if that's right. Uh, the <laughs> people who make NBA cards are now making, uh, g like, GIFs or videos of popular um, moments in in games. What, what are they called? Uh, I don't know. Snapshots of... Whatever, a uh, cool, uh, oh, highlights, highlights of highlights. Uh, okay, sports, gotcha. uh, uh, like someone doing a sweet dunk or w whatnot. And I'm, I'm seriously not being like, haha, sports ball. No, I was like, oh, that's cool. So you can like get a copy of this. Oh, wait, no. Okay, you, you get a copy of the video and you're the only one who has the NFT of this video. But that clip still exists. Uh, like the the NBA still owns that clip, and so you can't like put it in your own video or something like that. You just own the NFT. Okay, so I have a question. Please. Well, I have many questions, but this is this is one that I can actually like formulate into a question that maybe you can answer. Mm -hmm. Okay, so say I buy an NFT. Mm -hmm. Then what? Then you get the 
the the token which is essentially a big you would you would see a big long string of letters and numbers that indicate this like this is the token and this token is associated with this specific um jpeg uh, or or gif or whatever and you would there are tons of sites that allow you to do this I there I I don't know if I even feel comfortable putting them in the show notes because I'm truly truly conflicted about both the weird ass money aspect of it and the environmental aspects of it. Yeah. Very famously an artist named Beeple, which I just oh gosh, what an adorable name. That's um so cute. Yeah. Like uh he seems really like cool and he makes he does weird art, but he's been, you know, becoming a millionaire from selling his art via NFTs and the one that a lot of people have probably heard about is um a, a, a gif went for oh no I'm sorry I think this one might have just been a jpeg went for 68 million dollars and that's a whole lot of money and that's a lot of money that is and he's like yeah I'm putting this money back into you know figuring out a more efficient way to run the blockchain and I I think that is awesome but I still feel like uncomfortable promoting ways to buy sell and even create nfts because just the existence of it on the blockchain i believe has an environmental impact i would believe that but if you purchase an nft you basically get some code i got i i uh, yeah are you going to resell it or put up the code print it out on a frame like have a your your screen dingus like cycle the code i i basically is it just something that you can say hey i own this type of a thing like from a very basic level i get some ones and zeros and i paid a lot of money for that Yep. Um. Yep. There might be some other characters. Uh. But it's it it's a digital, essentially a digital asset, and uh, but it's a single digital asset that has an arbitrary amount of value that's been put upon it by how uh, most of these are auctioned off. I, I should also say, which is why very quickly it's it has become part of the art world because uh, like the physical fine art world you know typically only very very wealthy people can participate in uh, you know the 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 buying and selling of it like a monet and um you know, you know sort of now hanging out with folks like everyone kind of wants to be the next not just people but like banksy of nfts the thing is, and, and that's essentially what it is, 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 is it is a Banksy painting, but uh, but you don't own the rights to the actual painting. And you don't get to see the painting. You, you and... can, because you have the, the JPEG of it if you want. Um, so you can also, I mean, you can sell, it's because it's a digital asset, you can... Uh, buy any buy or sell any sort of digital thing so i mean again people are like getting creative with it like you know buying and selling a tweet is very funny to me um an artist or i'm sorry a reporter in wired who's like and wired's been doing some great reporting on nfts as they always have about other blockchain stuff uh, and she sold a tweet, and that tweet alone went for like a hundred and fifty dollars because she just posted like this. Uh, journalist was like, "Hey, here, here, this tweet is for sale," <laughs> and I think wow. that's a funny little. I, I was like, "Oh, that's funny and silly," and you might be saying, "Well, why couldn't you just like, uh, you know, pay that person like fifty bucks or whatnot?" Well, then you wouldn't have the NFT. And to that, I would say, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. At the end of the day, I feel in my heart, it is capitalism with extra steps and bragging rights. Yeah, it feels very much like something that bored rich people put together. And instead of solving, you know, 
healthcare or world hunger. They're like, you know what we should do? We should totally like you know, fungible is a funny word. Mm-hmm. Let's put it into something and go make this big thing a something. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, feels very weird. It it's not just. I mean, it's it, it's absolutely weird. But I think a lot of artists and buyers of NFTs would be like, "Oh yeah, it's weird." But I also, it also feels gross. It it feels gross too because I feel like the artists that maybe most need support in like financial aspects, and I'm not saying that you know artists that are creating NFTs and whatnot are not worth it, like whatever. But I feel like a lot of this seems like such a niche thing that the time, effort, and energy it would take to understand how to like put up an NFT is not something that a lot of artists can actually do. Well, that's sort of the issue right now is that... it's much easier like your uh, not to diminish your uh the photography for you follows like the tech abilities what or whatnot but like a google search will basically get you to how to upload an nft like it's it's not hard um so it's not like you have to build something from scratch to do it necessarily okay no that makes a little bit more sense see i think it makes even it makes it even less sense because uh, literally anybody can do it i mean you guys just in the same way that anybody can participate in capitalism but it's often um arbitrary and not fair and what has put me off nfts the most is the uh, it's artificial scarcity because Mm -hmm. my whole thing in terms of political and uh even moral ideas sort and with tech sort of revolves around not the idea that technology itself can save us but we are humans can get tech to a point where maybe maybe we live in um i i mean i would the the post scarcity utopia is you know like the the idea of like yeah we just magically print these things obviously very very far off uh but the fact that in 2021 um well blockchain and book bitcoin have been around for years but this year again um you're absolutely right a lot of just bored rich people are having some fun with this and i mean not even like rich people like i could absolutely just go on and like buy a very unpopular like a a nft for like 20 bucks and uh, I, i mean i i don't know like you know what google um let me uh, actually find the picture that went for sixty-eight million. Uh, oh, I I apologize. It went for around sixty-nine million. Mm, nice, nice. Oh. Nice. So yeah, it's it's uh, definitely a JPEG article. Um. So right now, I'm going to share with you. Um. Beep. What's called Beeple's Opus, and this this is five thousand days of this artist's work, and it uh it, it it a bunch of them went for our auction, and if you if you scroll down, you can sort of see, uh oh, is that that him? He looks like Skinny Bill Gates. Look at you. um oh yeah and you can see the art that um is being sold i oh uh there it is there's the one that involves characters i don't know how to it's the one from january 7th 2021 and I don't know how to describe this picture other than it has oh. some character, oh, well-known character, oh, a parody God. of well-known characters. 
but hey, luckily, if you want to see this oh, no. bag of characters, it, the, the owner owns the NFT, not the rights to the JPEG, so everybody can watch or can can look at this and enjoy oh. enjoy all of the yeah. Um, this is not representative of all NFT art in any sense. This is just probably the most famous and you you showed me um oh i'm seeing now that this photographer is using what's probably the most popular way for i guess by by non-technical people i i I include myself in this like i would not know how to like buy and create if ether without an app or something uh so they've you know this this is an auction site and there there are many some auction sites are run by artists themselves like I said, there are a bunch of services that are essentially like um, eBay, eBay's for NFTs, but everybody there happens to have a whole lot of, usually a whole lot of money. And it's creating digital scarcity, basically, and it's creating bragging rights. And honestly, this, at first I'm like, okay, well, if this, th- this isn't Wall Street and, you know, um... Cory Doctorow, who is an, an activist and um, helps run the Electronic Frontier Foundation, which cares very much about, you know, consumers and their digital privacy. And he calls himself a uh, um, a libertarian socialist. So and, and I guess like deep down in my heart, I, I sort of resonate with those two ideas of being a libertarian socialist of like, you can do whatever the heck you want, as long as it doesn't affect other folks. And that's, re- <laughs> and that's like also the, the queerness in me too. And so at like first glance, it's like, oh, cool, like a bunch of artists, including like really famous folks well people is now famous like apex twin and uh king, king the band kings of leon was oh, sold hey. their al- their most recent album as an nft now that doesn't mean that huh. other folks can't listen to the album <laughs> no 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 uh it just means that there is an nft of the album that somebody owns so huh yeah that's it's it's like how oh oh gosh what's his name that creepy republican guy who was eventually arrested i actually no i think does stephen miller own the wu-tang album uh i don't know but creepy republican guy i know it's too far too many choices yep i know i know too let's let's whittle this down (laughs) yeah try and narrow it down a little bit so this Kings of Leon album isn't something like the one-of-the-kind uh, Wu-Tang album, uh, which, okay, just discovered it was Martin Screlly. So we, we got down to which gross Republican guy. And he's he's he has, he's in jail now. Um, he is just gross. Like, I don't even want to, like, people can go. He he has done many a financial crime, and a, a he's serving a life sentence i believe and he's he he's a disgusting pharma bro uh as he described <laughs> uh earned the nickname pharma bro and worse is what the first says wow. yeah no he's whole he's nasty uh there's a uh, I, what i will put into the show notes is a link to a s- story about the woman he is dating but uh he's in prison and there's a woman dating him and it's a whole it's a whole thing um but <laughs> so yeah enjoy that uh if if you would like to but uh, this isn't that it's just a piece of data saying you have the nft to this album whereas the one of the kind wu-tang album like nobody else has it like nobody else can hear it without martin screlly being like here you go screlly screlly i don't i don't care to give this man the time of day of googling how to say it and and I I really don't know how I can, like, square my own personal beliefs around how to survive as an artist and the buying and selling of NFTs. Because at, l- at least when a millionaire buys a Banksy, sure, like, that, that definitely influences 
art and culture and uh, the economy a bit. Unlike Wall Street, which, you know, a butterfly flaps its wings and then uh, all millennials aren't able to, like, buy houses. Right. (laughs) And so it's... (laughs) Right. And, like, initially the idea with Bitcoin is, like, yeah, we're... uh, Let's... We're the blockchain. Move fast. Break things. But in this case, um, the moving fast and the breaking things sort of is the planet. So it's... (laughs) It's like, yeah. uh, it's like, what do you, oh, like, I, I want artists to be able to create be- beautiful things in this world because I think it is, uh, you know, not, uh, I mean, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is we now know is kind of is kind of total crap but and it's so you know it, art isn't food but i think it is central to the human experience and call you know call that music call it like the, the lego i am currently playing with like what whatever yeah i can't like be i can't get excited about this it just literally makes me queasy like i would rather be talking about how uh, uh, caffeine withdrawal literally made me sick than the idea (laughs) of uh, selling beautiful like gorge and i and i love that the, the fact that everybody can still enjoy this art once it is sold you know right yeah it it's not like it's you know a Degas that's being hidden in someone's um basement to keep it safe like it does mm-hmm. get to still be enjoyed throughout the world which i think is is great and i'm glad that people are i mean really pay artists period mm-hmm. so if this means that more artists that it becomes more more normalized to pay for art, even if you don't actually physically get the art, I'm okay with that. So that's kind of going to be my mindset is, hey, this means in the future, artists are going to get paid more. Yeah, like I truly would love to both <laughs> pay and be paid via services that aren't run by a third party or rather an unregulated third party like um you know god love patreon and memberful and, and all of that but you know um the, uh, something like venmo and square and stuff they're they're just you know the, the middle man of tech pretty much um yeah. and I, I really like the idea of full independence, and this gets very close to that, unless you, you know, which is, uh, unless you do what the majority of folks are doing, which is using a service to buy and sell these. But, you know, if, uh, Kathy, if people wanted to support the art that is podcasting, is there a way that they could do that without purchasing an NFT? Absolutely. You can go to relay.fm slash membership and sign up for the Relay membership uh, program. There is so many amazing podcasts on this network um, and you can pick and choose who you want to kind of support in the group. So we would love if you could, you know, support us and our high quality journal. Um, <laughs> no, 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 not eternal. Let, we are, we are cl- no. cultural critics. Unless it means Ooh. I can get my blue check mark on Twitter, and then yes, I'm an absolutely sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I'm I'm not above like status symbols. I just don't want the earth to burn. <laughs> no, for sure. Give me that blue check mark. Um. So, or you can also listen to other shows on the network, uh, like Pictorial, which will kind of continue this conversation, but by people that are much smarter than us. Uh, It is a show by Quinn Rose and Betty Chen. And specifically episode 34, they talk about NFTs and a lot about what is uh, going on in the art world. Um, Pick, not Victorial. Ooh, ooh, crossover, bit-torial. All right, make a note note for our membership (laughs) episode coming up. (laughs) Um, But the pictorial is a show about art history for anyone and everyone, and you don't need an art degree to listen. So we highly recommend you go listen to our friends, Quinn and Betty. They are two absolutely fantastic people, and I love the show that they do, and I would love for you to try them out. 
the episode about NFTs that they did is what got me sort of in the door of understanding the art aspect of of this and then sort of understanding the uh, the community of NFT creation. And so, you know, uh thanks Quinn and Betty, mostly Betty. She she did not she did a lot of she explains this to Quinn in a way better way than I'm explaining it to Kathy. <laughs> and well, I I've listened to that and to you and I still don't understand any of it. So really, <sighs> I am just uh helpless with this, but that's okay because you love me anyways. And uh, uh, oh, of uh, everybody loves you. It's just oh, oh god, <laughs> I can't even imagine. Like that almost <laughs> I almost w- went by that agreeing that no, no, no. This this must be a superlative statement that everybody loves Kathy Campbell. Um and but I I will say that I don't love NFTs, but I really want to personally get to know more folks who are doing this because I am like not without <laughs> like not am, not only am I not without uh, sin, I am I fully participate in capitalism, including using the, the Washington Delivery Company, which can bring like mm-hmm. hard drives to my house within two hours. Like I, uh, if somebody was a creator of NFTs, how would they get in touch with you? Hmm, I think they could either DM us on Roboiz on Twitter at RoboismFM, or they could email us at RoboismCast at gmail.com. We won't yell. I won't yell at you for, or if you if you trade blockchain or theory, like I I seriously I am looking at this at a structural level, and I begrudge nobody who is participating in this unless you are a literal multimillionaire if oh if you are a multimillionaire who supports the, who who listens to this show and if, if you're not supporting relay fm then yes i i do begrudge you <laughs> boo <laughs> boo to you but I, I i really want to continue to understand this because i think that the blockchain at, at least is here to stay even if sort of the nft bubble bursts I would this like I am not willing to dismiss blockchain as like could be the future of currency like who who is to say like I I mean yeah. the fact that I like I mean I I I learned about the stock market in in school and whatnot and have uh, the the fact that I can't understand this and people on Wall Street uh, can barely comprehend this I don't feel as clueless well I I feel I feel less alone in my cluelessness including with some <laughs> artists who are like I have no idea how the heck this works but hey if I can. Uh, do this and then make more art uh, i'm going to which like yeah, yeah. I, I get it yeah get it yeah <laughs> kathy where can people talk to you what if if they're like i'm ugh, i'm kind of done with alex right now that they're a bit much <laughs> and they just wanted to talk to you or know about your other projects where could they find you on the internet yeah you can find me at mrs soup on most social media thingies um or come be a member of relay and hang out with us in the discord i am pretty much always there because i'm lucky enough to be the community manager of relay uh so come and say hi and what about you alex where can people chat with you and say oh my gosh i cannot believe that kathy didn't (laughs) understand what you were saying alex you explained it so well and you're so brilliant and so fantastic and i just want to appreciate and thank you publicly how would somebody do that i i uh, pr- promise i'm not scary if if you'd like to talk about r- robots and isms publicly or, or privately you could go to alexcox.me which basically has links to all of the silly things i do across the internet and if you listen to our last episode you will know that i've been trying out m- many a social network so that's where you can find me there at like everywhere i'm either alex cox or alex cox 42 i know we shouldn't have numbers at the back of our name but you <laughs> If there's someone named John Smith out there, please DM me so we can commiserate. <laughs> I'm sure that person has had a way harder time finding any unique, right? <laughs> any unique uh, handles that resemble the, a true true name. I mean, oh. anytime I, my 
someone has Mrs. Soup on Twitch, and I'm Ugh. very displeased with Ugh. them. Gosh, whoever I, they are. Mm, yeah, someone's got Alex Cox and Alex Cox 42 on TikTok, <gasps> and I'm like, oh yeah. boy, oh boy, oh, mm-hmm. that's okay, that's okay, it's okay. All right, everybody, this has been another episode of Roboism. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. listening. I'm